And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. All morning long, we're talking about heart disease. On the phone with me now is heart disease survivor, Michaela Davis. She joins us this morning to share her story. Welcome to the show this morning, Michaela. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm feeling good today. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, you are a heart disease survivor, as I mentioned. Now, I understand that you began experiencing abnormalities back in high school. What were some of those initial warning signs for you, Michaela? Yeah, I was a really active kid in high school, played a lot of sports, was always running around. And probably the most significant um, thing I experienced was um, some arrhythmia, some skipped heartbeats, things of, of, of that nature that just didn't quite feel right. Palpitations, dizziness, things like that were the most noticeable for me at that point. Okay. And so did that lead all the way up into your 20s? Is that something you experienced as well? Really, all the way up into my 40s, actually. So had um, some external monitors with lots of wires and leads placed on my body to, to try and track what was going on. And and they could never really quite pinpoint what it was, but continued to experience those kinds of things for, for many more years, 20 more years. So you alluded to this. So let me just get this right. You had miniature heart monitors and a pacemaker before the age of 20. Is that right? So the, the pacemaker came later, but definitely many of those external monitors. So they, they kind of, they, they hook you up and, and put you on those for 30 to 60 days. But the truth about heart disease is that it's not something that happens um, for everyone very frequently. Um, and I think we, we've seen that in the news recently with some celebrities that have experienced, um, you know, some incidents. Those things don't happen constantly. And so it's really tough to catch that on a 30 to 60 day monitor. Um, so really uh, monitoring over a longer course of time is the better approach for folks that continue to have um, some issues like I did. Um, and so ultimately moving from those quick hit monitors to something that's more permanent inside my heart is what led uh, my cardiology team to finding the things that were actually wrong um, with my heart. What many doctors call a miracle, you experienced a blockage in your heart while on a heart monitor, and you had no idea it happened. Tell us what happened there. Yeah, so it was interesting. I I, um, I ultimately got a monitor implanted in my heart. It's called the Medtronic Reveal Link. It's really small. It's like the size of a AAA battery. Um, the reason they put that in is because I uh, was seven months pregnant and I had a stroke. Um, and a mini stroke. And so going to the hospital and kind of going through a series of tests, they realized, well, you also have a a PFO, uh, an open hole in the heart. So that could have had something to do with it, maybe or maybe not. Let's give you this monitor and it'll um, allow us to track your rhythms more accurately. So it was that very, very monitor that caught, um, you know, the, the complete heart block that happened while I was on vacation, essentially. And so that's a that's a major event, right? Um, heart stopped for, for eight seconds. And um, I didn't know that's what had happened to me, but I did know that I felt terrible. And um, luckily, having that reveal link implanted, it told the cardiologist exactly what had happened. And so we were able to, you know, react to that by, by getting a pacemaker to make sure that that is not a catastrophic event in the future. All right. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. This morning, we're talking about women and heart disease. For more information, you can reach out to us on Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can just subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear 
On the phone with me now is Michaela Davis. She is a heart disease survivor. Okay, you kind of alluded to this, but you spent years going from doctor to doctor advocating mm-hmm. on your own health. What's your message to women listening this morning about navigating their own health issues in terms of being a self-advocate? Yeah, absolutely. If you feel like something's not right, keep pushing. Um, And really, that's what I did for probably 15 years before we really picked up on anything concrete that could be shown, you know, on a screen, on a reading to underscore that my feelings were correct, right? You know your body better than anybody else. You live with it every day. Uh, We have this great little thing called women's intuition, which is real. Um, helps us, you know, bear and rear children. Um, And you can use that for other things, like kind of just knowing when something's not right uh, with your health. And certainly I had that instinct all along. So I think that's the biggest thing is just be vocal, you know, continue to, you know, require the attention. If you have someone in your family that's experiencing issues that you just don't feel like are right and they're not getting answers, help be an advocate for them, especially the women in your life knowing it's the number one killer of women, you know, just be a, a good self-advocate and don't be afraid to stay vocal about things until you get the answers that you, you deserve. All right. And again, this morning, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to heart disease survivor, Michaela Davis. Now, let me ask you this now, through stroke, heart disease, pacemakers, heart monitors, today you are a fitness enthusiast, um, which some may find quite unusual with heart disease. Tell us about that. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's always been something that has interested me is just trying to keep my body as healthy as possible. I certainly do balance that out with, with some occasional wine and food <laughs> as well, <laughs> all about balance. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it makes me feel good to kind of be in charge of, of my body and, and the condition that I'm in and, and certainly with, with heart disease. And some of those factors, you know, happening in in my world, having that control makes me feel like I'm better prepared to meet some of those challenges. Um, And frankly, it just makes me feel good. So I I would love, you know, to see kind of hand in hand when we talk about heart disease in women, I I would love for that to come with a message too of, you know, what can you do to some small changes to make yourself feel better and more healthy? And it really can be, you know, some small things to, to get you in that mindset of, of taking good care of your body and controlling what you can control since the heart seems to feel like something that's so difficult to be, um, you know, in charge of, right? Sometimes it's it's got a mind of its own, but <laughs> there's a lot of other things that we can control inside our body. So that's how I choose to look at it. Okay. You talked about small things women can do. Give us some clear examples. Yeah, you know, thinking about what you you feed your body, um, both uh, in terms of nourishment and in terms of of the energy and the kinds of people you surround yourself with, and and all of those things, right? But but also just thinking about what are you what are you fueling your body with? Um, you know, are you you have fast foods going in you, or is it slow foods that bring you down and make you sluggish and things like that, right? So it's kind of how we. We talk with our kids at home about um, what are you putting in your body? Is your diet beige? <laughs> is it well-rounded and colorful and, uh, you know, look and feel healthy? It's, it's little things like that. And really just, you know, getting out and moving your body. Um, gosh, that goes a long way. Just getting some steps in. You know, move your body. Make yourself uh, connect with life. And um, I think when you're experiencing, you know, heart disease, heart issues, kind of getting more connected to yourself is, is a wonderful way to, to help you through some of that. And so almost along the same lines, you are a mom with a very challenging career. How have you made your heart health 
your priority? And what do you tell women there? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm in certainly a stressful environment in terms of my professional career. I'm in the tech space and in a leadership role. And so there's a lot that comes at me. But again, I think, you know, connecting on that human level with the people that you work with and, and really making your own health a priority every day is something that I strive to do and, and to keep a top priority. So again, it's, you know, taking a little time to get some steps in and it's, it's making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm eating well and that I'm keeping stress levels down and, and things like that, because at the end of the day, those are all factors that can really impact the way not only our heart functions, but our entire body, right? Um, it's trying to stay in, in good alignment and think about the bigger picture first. And certainly all that I have been through has put that into perspective for me. I, I appreciate uh, all the wonderful moments and, and all of the great and healthy things that I have um, and, you know, really try to address the others that, that I can't control by making some baby steps to hopefully be on the right side of health. So how long has it been since you had the complete um, blockage um, with your heart and your heart stopped? Um, how long has that been? Yeah, so that was um, May of last year, actually. Oh, wow. Very and so, recent. Yeah, somewhat recent. And so um, it's probably six weeks after that, that I had the, the pacemaker implanted. And luckily, pacemakers are not, they don't have to be um, the big, bulky, um, intrusive pacemakers of the past that have wires and things going all over the place. Mine's actually really small. It's about the size of a little fishing lure um, or a vitamin, if you can, can visualize that. And it just sits right there in my heart and does the job that I need it to. So if, if the heart starts to crash and <laughs> we get too low on the heartbeats, it kicks in and gets me back into a normal rhythm. And, um, you know, most importantly, if it, if it should ever be on a path to stop completely again, as it did uh, during the complete heart block, it would save my life. So how is your health today? It's good. You know, aside from, from some of these heart things in the background, which we're monitoring, you know, we're keeping tabs on, we're controlling what we can control. Um, you know, otherwise, it's good. I'm, I'm super active. You know, we have four kids um, traveling a lot for work, traveling a lot for pleasure, uh, running around with our kids and, and just living a, a full life. And, um, you know, really the, the interventions that I've had have allowed me to do that with some freedom and some peace. Um, you know, knowing that I have some, some backups there, but also, you know, just kind of looking back on the experience of the past 20 years and, and all that it took to get to this place, I'm finally settled in terms of kind of knowing what was going on and, and having taken the necessary steps to, to be in a safer place with my heart. So I feel great. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, we talked about the physical things of being of what you're doing in terms of um, your heart health, but let's talk about the mental because mentally, I'm sure that has to be draining as well. I mean, thinking about and living with, and this is being part of your life experience. Um, mentally, how are you as well? Yeah, I think you know, I'm, I am, I am good now, but certainly, you know, over the course of this journey, there have been some very reflective times that you know, that make you think back and say, listen, I've been telling you guys that something's not right for so long and, and now you finally see it. Um, and, and, you know, that's a bit of a process internally to reconcile with. And, and obviously we all expect to wake up and breathe the next day. We expect our heart to work the next day. And so when those very, you know, um, innate 
uh, features do not work properly in the body, it can be a little disruptive mentally. You go through some some emotional, you know, kind of searching, right, to figure out what is, you know, why is this happening to me? What's, you know, why am I in this position when I'm healthy? You know, when I manage my stress and all of those things. But some of that just can't be answered, right? And so I I try to take you know, some peace and solitude from the fact that I did what I could to steer things in the right direction this whole time. Luckily, I had a better outcome than a lot of heart disease sufferers do. And I've been given a couple of fresh chances. And so I'm very thankful for that. And I, I try to remember that daily. All right. Well, with that, we're out of time this morning. Thank you so much, Michaela, for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much.